Miracy. I'm David Ricklin, and you're listening to Making It. I run two businesses, one called SelfGrowth.com, which is a self-improvement business, and the second, the Joint Venture Directory, which is a community of small businesses partnering to grow their business. My interest in being an entrepreneur started when I was in corporate America at Hewlett Packard. One of the interesting things about that company is they wanted you to be the best employee, the best person you can be. And they started sending me to all these courses. One of the interesting ones was a course on social styles in which they do something called the 360. And a a 360 evaluation is a a concept, very interesting one, where you can find out what you think about yourself. So they have you fill out an assessment and they ask you questions about yourself. And it really forces introspection. And one of the things that became clear for me is that I wanted to continue to grow and, and learn. And I became dedicated to learning how to improve my life. One of the things that I had seen when I was working for them is they're buried in paperwork and administrative work in bureaucracy. And I saw this for big companies. And it didn't really matter what big company you were working for. I saw there was a ton of bureaucracy. And I wanted to figure out a way and approach to just cut through their bureaucracy and get things done. And for me, the, the best way to do that was to, to really start small, which was literally myself when I started my business. And I had in my head that I wanted to start a business and I had certain ways to do it. And bureaucracy wasn't going to be a big part of it. And the, the focus was really going to be figuring out what's the most streamlined ways to get things done. And that was my focus when I started my first business. First time leaving corporate America, I started a a business up called the New York Party Network. And you might remember they used to have these books in the US, I think worldwide called entertainment books. They were coupon books for everything, restaurants, two for ones, things like that. And I had the idea to start my own business. And I started with this one called the New York Party Network. And unfortunately, I didn't have the knowledge to be successful at it. So after a short stint in that, I ended up back in corporate America, earning some money again. Uh, Eventually, when I did go uh, with the selfgrowth.com, bought a domain name and I said, let's do this a little differently this time. What I want to do this time is I'm going to do it slow. I'm going to run it first as a side hobby, then a side business generating income. And I didn't leave corporate America till 2003. So it literally took me eight years of slowly building up the side business to it. I felt to the point where I was comfortable and I could run with it. And then in 2003, I left corporate America for good, ran with my business literally 20 years ago and haven't looked back. At the time, making it meant that I had a sustainable business that I could run as a full-time business. That was my first level. And there are really many levels to describe what making it means to me. So as a general rule, making it means for me having an impact. And I really wanted to have an impact and help people. And that, that was probably the biggest thing for me to have this impact and constantly helping people improve their lives in one way, shape, or form. And that was the core of what my business was about. Selfgrowth.com was about helping people 
It was originally about helping individuals, then it was about helping businesses. And for me, making it is having an impact. And the, the bigger impact is the more I made it. And one of the things that really jumped out at me as far as making it is one day I decided to look back to see what kind of impact I had in terms of people that I was able to reach. Because that's one way for me to evaluate the, the, the impact, whether or not I made it or not. The way the business was set up, we had an advertising model. We had this email list of several thousand people who were all either our current advertisers or potential advertisers. So we literally had two lists. One was our consumer list when we were sending out good content. And the second was our list of advertisers or potential advertisers. And at the time, they didn't have eye contact, constant contact, keep. They didn't, they didn't have all these special tools for emailing. We're using this one particular tool, the best tool that we had at the time. And I remember sending an email to all of our advertisers. And it was a very simple email. It said, just want to give you a heads up. We're going to have openings in our newsletter soon. If anybody's interested in advertising with us, please let me know. Something along those lines. It, it was very innocuous. And what happened when I sent this email out to several thousand people, and, and these are the people that were going to bring us money and spend money with us, someone responded to the email. And the response was very simple. It was, David, thanks for the email, but I'm not interested. Can you please take me off your list? I didn't really think too much about it. A couple of seconds later, literally within probably within a minute, I got another email back. And the email said, why are you telling me that you want to be off David's list? Please don't send this email to me. Apparently what happened when this person responded to me, not only did the email go back to me, it went back to everybody on the list. So his email saying to remove himself went to thousands of people, all of my advertisers, all of my partners. And I immediately started to panic. And the next thing that happened was a third email came back and a fourth email. And people started saying, why are we all getting copied on it? So every email reply, regardless of who it was, was going to everybody on the list. And this thing spiraled out of control. And within an hour, I was getting the ugliest, meanest uh, emails you can imagine. You know, go screw yourself, go this, go that. And it took me about an hour and a half and probably 20 to 25 emails later uh, before I was able to stop the madness. And at the end of it, I had devastated my list. And it literally set me back two years, two years. I was almost ready to go full time with it. And I, I said to myself, oh my God, this is just, it was, it was bone crushing. It was emotionally crushing and I didn't know what to do. And, and I remember sitting around saying, oh my God, this is brutal. What am I going to do? Should I just throw this all away? Should I give up at this point? And while I was thinking about giving up, I remembered this vision I had in my head and it was the vision of selfgrowth.com. And it was a vision of a website that was going to help literally millions of people. And I kept that vision in my head and, and that vision and that picture was the main thing that kept me going. So at the time I, I was beaten down, but I, I clawed my way back up and eventually went full time. I was always in a position where I needed to analyze and self-assess on a regular ongoing basis, where I am, what my weaknesses are. And, and you're always looking at it. You focus on your mistakes and, and people tend to do this and I'm, I'm no stranger to this. So you have all these successes and then you get a, a failure along the road. 
you focus on the failure and you learn what you need to do to change yourself. So it, it really forced me, and it still does on a, on a regular basis. And I would say almost a, a, a weekly basis, if not a daily basis, evaluating who I am as a person, who I am as a business owner, you know, who I am in my business relationships, my personal relationships. So it's constantly forcing me to do this because I'm, I'm in the business of providing self-improvement, personal growth information. So I'm constantly learning. I'm David Ricklin, and you've been listening to Making It. To get more information about our joint venture directory and how we help businesses grow, you can find me at jointventuredirectory.com and sign up for our free report. Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Just Between Coaches. This episode of Making It was produced by Danny Bermant and Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb is a supervising producer. Danny Innie is our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. So you catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.